Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Truth and Freedom, The Link and the Source, so vital for these trying times. As we read Jesus' statements about himself, you and I have the benefit of seeing how the rest of Jesus' life played out. We know that Jesus did what he said he would do, not just from the Gospels, but also from first century historians. We know that Jesus was the fulfillment of some five dozen prophecies recorded in the Old Testament scriptures. Considering just eight of the prophecies about Jesus, that he would be born in Bethlehem, Micah 5 verse 2, but you, Bethlehem, out of you shall come forth the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. And of course, we know Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He traveled to, to be there, um, recorded in Matthew, Luke, and John. Secondly, that Jesus would be preceded by a messenger. Some 700 years before John the Baptist, Isaiah wrote, A voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse 3. And we know that John the Baptist was that man. Matthew 3, Luke 1, and John 1. That Jesus would enter Jerusalem on a donkey. Recorded in Zechariah 9, verse 9, hundreds of years before Jesus came riding in. Um, and the fulfillment we know is in the Gospels on that Palm Sunday, what we call Palm Sunday, when Jesus came down the Mount of Olives and into the Old City, Matthew 21 and Luke 19. Here's a fourth prophecy that, again, lends credence and um, trustworthiness to our Lord, that he would be betrayed by a friend. That was recorded in Psalm 41, 9. Even my familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. Matthew records the fulfillment of that in Matthew 10, 4, Luke twenty two forty eight, That Jesus would be sold for 30 pieces of silver, also recorded hundreds of years before by Zechariah in Zechariah 11, verse 12. If it is agreeable to you, give me my wages, and if not, refrain. So they weighed out for my wages 30 pieces of silver. Again, Matthew records the fulfillment of that in Matthew 26, 15. That the money would then be thrown down, used to buy a potter's field. Zechariah chapter 11 I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them into the house of the Lord for the potter. Again, Matthew chapter 27. That Jesus would stand dumb before his accusers, saying not a word. Isaiah 53 verse 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. We read the fulfillment of it in Matthew 27. That Jesus' hands and feet would be pierced, Psalm 22, verse 16. They pierced my hands and feet. Now understand, this was not the way of execution at the time this prophecy was written in Psalms. Crucifixion came in later with Roman rule. 
We read about the fulfillment, just one of the places in the Gospels, in Luke chapter 23. So look at the details of these prophecies, most written some 700 years before the birth of Jesus. Remember that these are just eight of the five dozen prophecies. Jesus Christ was the exact fulfillment of these prophecies or promises spoken hundreds of years before his birth. The chance that any man might have lived and fulfilled all eight prophecies is 1 in 10 to the 17th. Yes, that's 1 in 1 with 17 zeros behind it. Dang. Now, because Jesus is trustworthy, when he says here in John chapter 8 that he is the source of truth and our hope for true freedom, we do well to believe it. Jesus said this, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Our current day situation is fraught with half-truths and bold lies. Every one of us then must seek after knowing and trusting Jesus. It is the reason we dig out the meaning of his teachings here in John, his Middle Eastern culture and context. It is the reason we meditate on his words daily. Oh, I do love him so.